So Katie has officially banned me from ever trying to open the podcast, ever. So there's that. You'll never, ever witness the greatness that is my openings, cold openings ever again. I would never ban you from opening the podcast because that would mean that I would have to open the podcast my damn self every time. That's true. And it is a laborious task. Yes, it is. Amongst many other things that we do here. (laughs) So anyway, how the fuck are you guys? I hope you're doing well. Have you been? How's your mom? Has your brother? Has your sister Nim? Yeah, your grandma, your your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. See, when we ask them how they've been, it it like inevitably segues back to how we've been. And uh-huh. it's the brilliance of unwell. it. Unwell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not something I want to discuss. It's like that song. It's like I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. That, I know yeah. right now. <laughs> You can. you can tell. You can. you can tell. Yes, you can. You can tell. God damn. Yes, you fucking it's can. It's fine. Yeah. It's going to work out. Yeah. I had someone today at work. They looked at me and they were just like, and it was just normal. I was like, hey, how's it going? They're like, are you okay? Mm. And I'm like. I had uh, an employee of mine tell me that uh, I, I looked, she asked me if I had a long weekend and I was like, yep. She was like, <laughs> hey, you kind of. Kind of looked like you had a, a long weekend. And she like put a hand sympathetically uh, on my shoulder. And I was like, damn. I love passive aggressive moments like that. There was... No, she's it was genuine sweetness from her. Oh. She, for most people, it would be passive aggressive, but she's a sweetheart. But uh, yeah, it, it just just made me feel worse, though, because it's like, oh, my, my pain is transparent. <laughs> yeah, that cool. happened. Um, yeah, a, a coworker of mine was sitting beside me, and the two these two girls were talking, and we were talking about like hair products, about a, the new like Dyson has like a new air airbrush thing. <laughs> Dyson the vacuum cleaner, yeah, yeah. like people, yeah. But is they it just a do... fucking vacuum cleaner no. for your hair? It's like <laughs> it, <laughs> it just sucks it, it up. sucks your wig right off, yeah, honey. <laughs> like that. You remember that? Um, oh, what was that tool from the eighties that you like sat it? It was like a cup, and you sat it on your head, and it sucked the hair up, but it cut it. It like cut the ends. It was like oh, a, a hair cutting tool. You remember I'm that? I'm not sure. I remember that. What was that called? Um. So anyway, Damn. we were talking about that, and they were one girl was that was sitting beside me was asking like, well, what do you do with like, what do you do? And then or what does that do? And then the other one was like, oh, it styles your hair. And then the girl sitting beside me, and I'm pretty sure she did not mean this how it sounded, said so in such a deadpan tone. You style your hair? Wow. <laughs> wow. And I don't think that's how it. She meant for it to come across, but like I was to the side dying. And then laughing. the eight bit shades came down and landed on her the face. The RuPaul drag race. And we like, went to grayscale <laughs> and it said thug life. The drag race, like shade uh, sound clip that they use. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's, uh, that's how it's been. That's our, uh, you've been, um, I'm just going to keep rambling because I don't. <laughs> I, I, I thought it might have been going somewhere. I, I, no, I don't know how to segue. I'm not used to it. it. We don't have um, any patrons, so I'm like, I'm not really sure how to. What do we do now? What, what happens now? No, I mean, we still have patrons. We oh, just don't yeah, have we anybody do. new to welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we lost them all. No, <laughs> <laughs> they died in the far. <laughs> no, no, we hunted the last one down. No, but that is, I will say this: we did actually just uh, sort of. 
uh, tweak, sort of revamp our Patreon. Um, so definitely go check it out, you guys. Uh, there's lots of really cool stuff up there. Um, we have a few new things that we're going to be posting exclusively to Patreon. Katie's read some smut for us over Smutsies. there. Uh-huh. And um, exclusive full-length episodes as well mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So head on over to our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash the haunted heart. The haunted heart. <laughs> I'm as telling you, you sort of gaze at me desperately. I'm like, please, to, like, please put it. words in my mouth. It's not my bit. Yes. It's not my it's bit. It's not your bit. But you did a great job. That's called keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it funky. Clean. Keeping it alive. Keeping it clean. clean. Not using any of that. Keeping, keeping it fresh, but with a nice mild soap. Not using any of that heavily perfumed stuff or any of that stuff designed to change the scent. Yeah. It smells like it smells. It's a Patreon page, and it's going to smell like a Patreon page. It's not going to smell like Summer's Eve. What does a Patreon page smell like, though? Like I think ours probably smells like desperation. Probably. <laughs> that and lots of, like, like flesh. Because, and like... <laughs> well, we have so many cannibals on there, you know, it probably smells like flesh. We do have, rotten we flesh. Do have a lot of cannibal that's what I would imagine. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, um, so that's the Patreon plug. <laughs> you just said, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Listen, this is a conversation, okay? And so we don't always have smooth transitions in everyday conversations. I have something that I would like to bring up. And you can call it on topic or off topic or whatever the fuck it is. But I have a show recommendation. And it's not related to horror. And it's not related to crime. Oh, okay. We haven't done one of these in a while. But it is related to laughter. Oh. Okay. Um, It's on Netflix. And it's called Shit's Creek. And it is exemplary uh it is like the bright shining light in my life okay. right now right. um which should tell you a little something about my life right now um but it is it's Shits creek s-c-h-i-t-t-s and it's um eugene levy and his son daniel levy he may go by dan he's credited as daniel though um and it's a show about these like super rich people who like lost everything they had because they filed their taxes incorrectly or something like that, which doesn't happen, by the way. Um, but it happens in the show, and then they have to move to this like shitty little town mm-hmm. that they bought called Shits Creek. That they bought? Yeah, they bought. Like the dad like bought it as a joke to give to the son for his birthday one year, and like it was a joke. Oh, uh, that he bought the town because they were that rich apparently. But then they have to move. You know, it's a plot device. Oh, You're yeah. familiar, sure. Um, <laughs> so they have to move to this like shitty town, and it is like the coolest. Like it's such a good Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy wrote it together, but um, Catherine O'Hara is in it from Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, okay. Um, she's fucking phenomenal. You haven't watched the show yet, but you have to watch the show because it would be you would love it so much because like. It's kind of like if her character from Beetlejuice was, like, way richer, but also, like, way crazier um, and just way more outside the box. But some of the outfits that she wears are fantastic. Um, She's, like, in black and white the whole time. And there's a lot of really cool – there's a lot of really cool themes in it. Pansexuality is kind of explored in a, like, unique and really interesting way Um, because there's a character that you're like, oh, he's definitely gay, and then you realize that he's, like – 
like something happens and you realize that he's like pansexual and it's like just not the typical story arc for a gay character I feel like um and I really appreciated that they were kind of like doing something different so if you are into like pro LGBTQ plus programming and like to laugh then you should watch that fucking show yeah that and they didn't good. sponsor us, but so that um, was just free money, you fucking levies. Well, I, I I just binge Stranger Things season three, so there you go. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll put something on the Patreon about that. <laughs> no, um, that sounds. Uh, I think I've actually seen some things floating around about that. Is that new? Uh, new ish in its fifth season. Oh. But but I think it, it maybe just got put on Netflix or maybe it's been on Netflix. I don't know. I was I love Catherine O'Hara and I love Eugene Levy and I was totally in the dark about it until like recently. Mm, okay. When well, it was recommended to me and I was like, oh, all right. Well, I, I guess this is like my new favorite show. So it's very I might, fun. I might put it on while I edit the podcast. Sometimes I put it on, you know, in between murder documentaries. I, I tend to, you know. I, I thought I'll, you were going to say in between murder and I was a little concerned. Well, you know. I'm like, you didn't invite me? Where? When have you been murdered? <laughs> Come on now. Not yet. I haven't made it there yet. Oh, uh, okay. You know, it's fine. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Bitch, I don't fucking know. I'm going to tell you what. I saw the top. No, literally. I saw the topic for that. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I thought at first I was like, is this about porn? <laughs> I thought what, like, I thought it was some sort of like... I just didn't know what it was. And then, thanks to Google, uh, I I was led down a rabbit hole uh, searching uh, topics about gang stalking. Yes, gang stalking. So this is one of my recommendations. You know, I'm going to tell you what. Similar in the same vein as the Mandela Uh effect. I'm going to tell you what. You can always tell when a fucking topic is mostly katie because it's some shit like fucking mandela or it's this bullshit it's some shit gonna fuck you up it always leads you down a goddamn rabbit hole and i have about 37 tabs open on my fucking (laughs) laptop right now will i get to all of these tabs during this fucking episode i don't fucking know do i have a solid um outline of what i'm gonna fucking talk about no ma'am i do not Uh, (laughs) i don't so imagine like that's my brain like oh, I know. <laughs> like oh, I know. That's how it functions. Tell me something I don't know. It's just all those tabs. Some stuff about gang stalking. There's some shit about like Pleiadians. We're talking about the Greys in another tab. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about like. And then meanwhile, all the really another... important shit is in like another window that you don't even it's see. It's in a and notepad it's like... that's like squished to the side and it's got about two inches of space. <laughs> you know, we're working with a font like eight. Yeah. Totally. Italics. <laughs> you know, to give it emphasis. Wait, did you just say italics? Ital- italics. It's supposed to be italics, Did you right? just say italics? Yes. I have these, like, fucking Like, you like, were trying to say things. Italian. Yes. yes. No. I, I always say italics, italics. And I always say, like, Hitler's master race. Like, what What do you, what? what's Hitler's master race called? Uh, bullshit? Uh, that. But also. Oh, Nazis. No. Oh. Aryans? <laughs> so they're called Aryans. A-R-Y-A-N. But Aryan, I have yeah. always said Aryans. Aryans? Yeah. One time in the middle of a history um, seminar in college, the professor called me out on that. I was like, 
is it Aryans or Aryans? And he was like, I mean, you could say Aryans if you wanted to be a pretentious douche. <laughs> and I was like, wow. He and really then she went did. That. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to fuck me. He found oh. me in a pizza place and was trying to like pick me up later. And I was like, no. <laughs> Already had my time period for dating assholes. And you're not cute enough. So. Uh, okay. Also, you're a German history major. So professor actually at that point, I guess. Okay. His name was Ted. Okay. Let's not. Ted. All right. Anyway, gang stalking. <laughs> uh, yes. So gang stalking is a relatively new-ish uh, phenomenon spurned on by the effectiveness of the internet these days and particularly mm-hmm. um, access to the internet. So 10 years ago, um, certainly 15 years ago, um, looking at like 2004, um, we didn't necessarily – we had the internet. It was developed. It's been around since the 90s. But it wasn't – it's actually been around since before that. But <laughs> we could access it since the 90s. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really a part of our daily lives. We weren't as connected to it as we are now. Oh, four, we were rocking the Motorola Razor phones, right? And oh, we were texting. Yeah. And it was a great time. But we didn't necessarily have like Facebook, YouTube – Instagram, all these things, um, even the podcast app that you're listening to our dumbasses on right now. Mm-hmm. Those sorts of things weren't on a piece of equipment that you carry around in your pocket every day. Um, and what we've seen as the internet becomes more of a presence in our day-to-day, second-to-second lives as we're out and about living life, um, and as more people get access to the internet and the barriers to entry for internet access get lower, right? Everywhere has Wi-Fi now. Oh, yeah. Um, and technology that you can use to access the internet is super cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, basic technology is. iPhones keep getting more fucking expensive, but that's my own private problem with addiction. <laughs> um, but... As, as we see more people getting access to things like YouTube is a, is a big one. Reddit is another one. Um, we're starting to see these internet phenomenons emerge. Phenomenons. Did I say phenomenon? Phenomenon. 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 Yeah. Uh, we're starting to see things like gang stalking emerge. Um, and so we wanted to kind of talk about it today. We're going to kind of talk all around it. We're going to talk about what gang stalking is. We're going to talk about how you can know that you are a victim of gang stalking. And we're going to examine some particular instances of gang stalking. And then we're going to, you know, leave it up to you guys to decide whether this is a thing or whether it's not. But spoiler alert, if you think that it is a thing, I'm going to advise you to seek (laughs) the assistance of a medical professional. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I started uh, researching this, ended up in a uh, very, very strange section of Pornhub. Um, Oh, really? (laughs) I've never been there. That's a corner I've not yet peered into. Ooh. Somehow I... Don't believe you. Gang bang? Gang bang corner? <laughs> yeah. Because I've definitely spent some time there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so this is was, like you said, this is such a crazy topic. Um, like I said, like the Mandela effect, it just really sort of sent me on numerous uh, tabs and searches because it's like if you try to search for one thing it leads you to this story and then it's, you take that and it's like, oh, well, what are they mentioning here? Like, let me go research that. Um, 
from what I can personally tell, um, because there was a thing on here about, uh, um, how some of this sort of has origins, like, with Germany. Yeah. And with Germans. Um, any, any conspiracy theory that we track far enough back, eventually we'll hit Nazis, and about seven, like, angel fire sites later, you hit, uh, Zionists, which of course is anti-Semitism. <laughs> so it, it'll happen when you're researching topics like this. I'm, I know that we're definitely both on a list. Um, Are we? Even if we weren't before, we're definitely on one now. Um, because like you'll you'll be researching something, and like Kenny said, you'll find a rabbit hole particularly in gang stalking and you'll go down that rabbit hole and you'll be like oh my gosh like this is connected to gang stalking and you get through it and you're like reading through and Mm -hmm. you know it takes you to another site and then another link takes you to another site and then another link takes you to another site and eventually uh they explain that it's all the fault of the jews and you realize (laughs) that you have been suckered yet again uh because it all kind of go, all roads lead back to anti-Semitism in conspiracy theory culture, sure, it seems. Sure. Uh, which is sure. unfortunate because, you know, there's a lot of other uh, races that we could blame things on. Um, I'm going to say... <laughs> like bl- white people. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, essentially, beginning in the 1970s, the German Secret Service, or the... Stasi, as they were called, I'm assuming I'm pronouncing, pronunciating that correctly. Oh, maybe we should call Ted my German history professor so he can tell us what fucking pretentious douchebags we we sound like in front of all of our listeners. They decided that normal forms of information gathering, um, you know, like torture and arrest, (laughs) that was old hat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got to always be changing up in your relationships to keep it fresh. (laughs) Keep it fresh. You got to keep it fresh. We'll start back to the beginning of the show, keeping it fresh. That's why sometimes when Kenny pursues something, right, and like tease it up on the show, I just don't follow through. Just to to keep the fear alive in him that maybe I'm not going to be there to catch him. (laughs) The fear is alive, folks. The fear is alive. So... The Germans thought, again, like, that was just not, you know, we're, thank you, next, right? Mm -hmm. So, and they also, so they thought that they needed to spice things up a bit. So, they decided to begin the psychological harassment of their enemies. A term I'm also going to butcher, but this term is called Zersetzung. Zersetzung. Sounds good. Vidal Sassoon. (laughs) (laughs) Vidal Sassoon. Yeah, it's a pretty, you know, it's a very simple word, right? Mm -hmm. So over the next few decades, this, you know, has taken on many names, including gang stalking, mobbing, dogging, um, adult bullying, even. Mm. It's actually the, this word, the Zersitzung, uh, word is German for decomposition. Hmm. And it's a psychological warfare technique used by the Ministry for State Security to repress political opponents uh, or did or was used to repress political opponents in East Germany during the 1970s and 1980s. It served to combat alleged and actual dissidents. Dissidents? 
Dissonance? Dissonance? Like a, like a D-E-N-T-S? D-I-S-S-I-D-E-N-T-S. Yeah, dissonance. Yeah, yeah, dissonance. Through covert means using secret method, methods of abusive control and psychological manipulation to prevent anti-government activities. And you said it was East Germany, actually. Mm-hmm. So that's post-Nazi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 70s and 80s. It's uh, post. <laughs> it probably like carried through. Well, because I remember sure. we were talking about the Stasi and, and a lot of that stuff, um, a lot of those techniques kind of carried through. The other thing was um, massive influence in East Germany was the Soviet Union. And they definitely used those types of, of techniques. And um, so that shit was all connected. Yeah. Um, and this is like definitely a little more like, I think. I, you know, not to, like, step on anyone's toes or anything. Um, Germany. No, but... Um, <laughs> not to offend Nazi Germany, but fuck you. No, 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 no. Not to, you know, talk about any, any like, of how this has evolved and, you know, how people are experiencing this today, but I'm fairly certain that these were things that were actually, like... These were real problems. They were that happening, yeah. Were facing, yeah, right? definitely. Um, and it actually uh, affected uh, up to 10,000 individuals uh, in East Germany and is estimated to um, be about... There's uh, about 5,000 of those who have sustained irreversible damage. So they actually have special pensions um, and restitutions have been created for these victims. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's... Okay, cool. Yeah. But that's where we start to see a little bit of this um, super, like, mind manipulation, control, conspiracy. I think a lot of that is where this has, like, evolved from. Like, yes, this was a real thing. Right. Um, But, like, again, this was 70s, 80s. Then we start getting the internet involved a little bit after that. Right. And... And we have these, like, things that were actually... uh, Things that were actually documented that were actually happening that... Um, I'm sorry, documented reliably from reliable sources because, of course, gang stalking today is very well documented, but the reliability is questionable. Yes. Um, but we have these things that, that did actually happen that were actually practices um, that were going on in the Soviet Union and also in East Germany, uh, and that sort of takes on a life of its own once we get the Internet involved, and then suddenly people are able to, people who feel isolated right, by whatever mm-hmm. in their lives um, or due to mental illness or whatever have you, um, those people who feel isolated in their day-to-day lives can kind of come together on the internet and establish these support groups. Uh, so today, more than 10,000 people worldwide claim that they are victims of a vast organized surveillance effort designed specifically to ruin their individual lives. And they call this gang stalking. Mm-hmm. So that's our modern understanding. And uh, just to emphasize a couple things there, um, the adjectives that I chose were important. Important. They okay. were important. Um, they do believe that it is a vast effort. It's huge. It involves police. It involves firefighters. It involves, you know, teachers at school, coworkers at work, um, people in their family even, and random people uh, on the bus, on the street, in parking lots, mm-hmm. people driving past them. It encompasses... The people you listen to on your podcast Almost app. everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, We're talking to you, and you know who you are. 
so um so it is vast and it is second point very organized um these people take offense to there are some other terms that can be used one is community stalking yes um that that term gets thrown around a lot and people who are like hardcore like gang stalking um advocates proponents victims and advocates <laughs> not really sure do they um, have a ribbon that you can put on your car but people that they have a frame on yes. facebook for like pride month <laughs> it's just like camouflage yeah um but no they they believe that this is a an incredibly organized professional effort and so they take offense to terms like community stalking because community stalking to them seems too nice i guess I mean, it kind of does. I mean, let's be real. Community stalking. Community it's like stalking. You you use the word community, so it's like you know, come okay, together. We're all in this together, yeah. Yeah. Like high School Musical status. No, um, they take great offense to those types of terms because it doesn't. They feel uh, reflect what a like professionally organized activity this is. Mm. They don't necessarily believe. Some folks will say that um, the people who are helping carry out the gang stalking and we'll get into kind of the roles later um but some people believe that people are paid to stalk them some people believe that everyday people walking around are actually like professional like people who work for the government doing this on the daily so i guess some people are contractors some people are full-time mm, yeah maybe that's true i don't know what kind of benefits comes with I being mean, a gang stalker what, what's the what's the benefits package look like exactly I mean, do I get paid holidays? <laughs> Health mm-hmm. benefits? Dental. Show me that dental package, honey. Vision. Mm-hmm. What about it? So, um, getting into kind of like how groups are organized in gang stalking. Um, victims of gang stalking widely recognize themselves as targeted individuals. Um, that's kind of the nomenclature that they assign to themselves. They feel that they are, for some reason, targeted by the world government or, you know, the mysterious dark forces that hold our universe together. For some reason, Mm. they are particularly of interest or offense to those sorts of forces, and so they are targeted Mm. um, by these, you know, various groups for whatever reason. Um, I love Target. Target's great. Target is great. Target should jump on this I mean, as some sort of advertising. Are you targeted? <laughs> are you feeling targeted? Because I am. 25% off groceries. like you know. 25% off all aluminum foil. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's what I'd fucking do. Um, so targeted individuals are harassed systematically, and they believe um, in an organized fashion, by handlers. Oh. Um, handlers are kind of like your manager, like your assistant <laughs> manager uh, type role. Um, you can spot handlers because they wear red shirts, apparently, Ooh. and drive red cars. I, you know what? This sounds like it would be the great plot for like a show, like a comedy show mm-hmm. where like a handler and his. What would you, his target, I guess, mm-hmm. like interact with each yeah. other, but make it com like horrible things happening to you, but make it comedy. But make it funny. Yeah. Like this show. Interesting. Interesting. Possible. Put a pin in it. 
I'm, I'm marking it here. If I fucking see someone has stolen that, if that ends up on fucking Netflix next month, I'll watch that shit. Then you might be a targeted individual. I might be. <laughs> so handlers, what would an assistant manager be without his minions? Uh, hey, I take offense to that. Minions of the handlers are called perps, short for perpetrators. Perpetrators are the people who are actively harassing the, um, actively or passively, actually, harassing the uh, targeted individual. So they are managed by the handler. Um, so it's interesting how they've even like built out a hierarchy. Yeah. Like, like it's been bureaucratized. It's a whole system. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, a targeted individual would tell you that it, it is a system. It's supposed to be a system. It's incredibly organized and, and that that is part of, you know, the gang stalking experience. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Ministry of Magic in Harry Potter, but bad. But bad. But bad. Okay. And so, no magic. No magic. Oh. That we know of. Only electronics. Advanced ones. Ah. Muggle magic. <laughs> yeah. So targeted individuals say that um, their handlers or perps or the world government or who have you is uh, actually able to keep up with their movements due to uh, implants that are placed within their skin. These get there from a variety of sources. It's everything from, you know, don't go to the dentist because if you have a cavity filled, then they put an implant in your tooth and then they can track you everywhere you go um, to, you know, somebody's putting a tracking device inside my car. And I know because the radio only plays certain songs at particularly interesting moments, like it'll play 99 red balloons when I pass by a red balloon on the side of the road. Um, to even chemtrails, which is a whole separate conspiracy theory that I would love to dig into. I at saw some that point. on the episode to do list. I knew that. Yeah, was you. I don't. I don't know that we can. I don't know that we can dig into that. Um, just because I don't know that we can bring anything new to the table with it. Last podcast on the left did an excellent episode on chemtrails. I listen to it anytime I'm upset or feeling bad about myself because it makes me feel better about my current state in life. Um, But uh, they did a great episode on chemtrails. If you are interested, it is very funny. Um, But uh, long story long, uh, targeted individuals believe that chemtrails, which are the little clouds in the sky behind planes and things of that nature, um, they believe that those are actually placed there by mysterious forces and they um, like drop stuff. Um, stuff like, and things. Yeah, it's a combination between like some sort of advanced electronic system and a fungus that like falls on us and like gets implanted in our skin. And then we have like fungus, like weird electronic fungus that we can't see growing on all of our skin and that somehow allows them to track us and know what we're doing and mind control us in some sort of way. People really have a lot of time on their hands, don't they? Yeah. Um, Yeah. A lot of people in rural communities, not a lot, not a lot to do there. Again, I just want to make another statement. Um, Netflix is available everywhere. If you can get YouTube, you can get Netflix. Just check out Schitt's Creek. It's pretty funny. What the fuck? Um, it's a lot for you. You know, it'll keep you occupied, keep you from looking at like clouds in looking the sky the and making yeah. conspiracy theories you about know, them. This actually reminds me of that it's film very funny. with Tommy. Ashley Judd in it, Bug. Did you oh, ever see yeah. that? Yes. Very. That's very what good this movie. reminds me of. Kind of creepy. Um, 
yeah, so that's kind of what they're thinking. And there's lots of videos and um, shit online. There's a guy who, like, uses a tomato that has, like, three little hairs on it. And he's, like, trying to tell you that, like, that is proof of something being embedded in your skin to communicate with the world government. So. Mm, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I hope those FBI agents are enjoying the show. <laughs> I really do. Enjoying you don't want to my don't mental breakdown. You don't want to know what's happening over here. You don't want to be in this head. <laughs> no. You don't want to know. Not at all. You know, I'm pretty sure that my FBI guy put in for vacation. <laughs> Used it all up quick, got a new one. Like, I wear them out quick. <laughs> He's like, I, I need a, can I, like, go somewhere else, please? No, we're good. We're good with her. So, obviously, a lot of the symptoms of gang stalking are also symptoms of mental illness, um, particularly paranoia. Um, Some folks who are experiencing and uh, documenting their gang stalking suffer from, um, you know, symptoms that appear to be concurrent with um, or congruent with schizophrenia Mm. i'm not Mm -hmm. a doctor but this is you know what psychiatrists have kind of said about this phenomenon is you know it can be um it can be sort of connected to schizophrenia paranoia all sorts of like delusional behavior like that but interestingly the psychiatric definition of delusion um it's got like two components um the first component is that the ideas that you have are not vulnerable to evidence which is certainly true in the case of I gang mean, stalking. I mean, um, we'll, yes. We'll get into some like examples of targeted individuals and how they feel that they're being, how they can tell that they're being gang stalked. And you will see their ideas are, are not vulnerable to evidence. You can present them with evidence to the contrary, um, and they will kind of talk around it or just refuse it. Um, and the second component of the definition of delusion is that people in your culture don't share your belief. And I think that the second part in particular is very interesting because, you know, now we're seeing, I think most people can recognize that gang stalking as a concept is, um, is delusional. It is, you know, like Kenny said, you know, there, there have been certain points in history and certain sort of initiatives where, um, these sorts of things did take place. There is oh, such yeah. a thing as, you know, harassment and there is such a thing as, you know, organized forces that are trying to like do things secretly that they don't want other people to know about. So yeah. conspiracy is not, um, is, is a real thing. It's totally a real thing. But I think most people would recognize gang stalking as something kind of like outside that as something that, they wouldn't well, necessarily share in that belief. But interestingly, on the internet, you know, we're seeing this whole community grow around this gang stalking thing. There are gang stalking support groups that have been uh-huh. organized. Oh, aren't there? To support targeted yes. individuals. And so, you know, at that point, to that second point of people in your culture don't share your belief, you know, people do share a belief in gang stalking now. So it is sort of becoming normalized to a degree. Yeah. And we do make jokes about the FBI guys on our phone, you know? They're the same ones that are looking at... You know what? I'm going to tell you what. Before we get into talking about Facebook, because, oh, do I have a Facebook group. <laughs> um, I was sort of reminded when researching all of this, like... And I'm we've mentioned this before. Like, yes, algorithms. But there's something that, like, I 
feel like if someone is um, under these beliefs that they're being gang stalked, mm-hmm. things that like if you are you know, talking on the phone about, like, ordering a mushroom pizza. And then all of a sudden, a mushroom pizza ad appears on your on your Facebook feed. Or sometimes, you know, I mean? you know, these days, even when you're not talking on the phone, like, you and I can be or having something. a conversation yeah. just in the room where my phone is sitting on a desk. And then all of a sudden, I see an ad about what we were talking about. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That shit happened, actually, the other night when we ordered the mushroom and spinach pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and you ordered it. You ordered that, not me. Yeah. And then as I was scrolling later on that night, an ad for mushroom and spinach pizza popped up on my Facebook feed. That's very, uh, that I don't like that. So, but like those that. are, and those are things that are like, legit, like th- that shit legitimately creeps me out. Like I'm sure there's some weird technical, like fucking bullshit explanation from it for it. But to think that like if there are people that are actually belie- that actually believe that they're being gang stalked like how does that like exacerbate those those tendencies you know what i mean i mean honestly if we want to get really deep into it i think we're probably all being gang stalked by corporations every moment of every day i mean um, yeah. we're certainly being stalked yeah um because you know they're wanting you to buy we did the whole thing with like instagram and how you can look at your ad preferences and see how your you know browsing history mm-hmm. has influenced your your uh your ad preferences. And a yeah. lot of that shit is like stuff that you weren't even like looking up. Like I think one of mine was like fish. Yeah. I'm not really looking. Like I don't ever go to the search bar on Instagram and type fish. fish. Like, eh. <laughs> but they're, you know, they're looking at unless, the content that you're liking and all that stuff. Unless were you looking up Albert fish? Maybe. No, but then it had, I think it had like seafood in parentheses. Oh, <laughs> see fish. Albert fish would make sense. Seafood. Albert fish would make sense. Yeah. So alarmingly, I yeah, I came across a Facebook group and it is called Target Individuals of Gang Stalking and Mind Control Around the World. And their uh, default profile picture is Snow White. Um, when she is like having a moment and she's all scared and is like, <gasps> oh, like when everything's dark, I forget what part of the film it is, but that's that's their picture. And they just have some interesting. Some interesting statuses on here, and I, I kind of wanted to to read one mm-hmm. for the for the oh, podcast. If you if if you wouldn't mind, dear. They said, um, "Have you ever asked yourself why, in the new telephones, the battery is not removable without a SIM card?" Yourself, because it's a lithium ion battery. <laughs> Shut up, Katie. Because it can explode. You could hurt. You could hurt yourself. You could hurt yourself or others. I didn't. I didn't that's know why. that. That's that's why. Oh, okay. That's, that's why. Without a SIM card, your cell phone can be tracked and located. Without a battery, your cell phone cannot be tracked and located. There are so many software that installed in that in the mobile that help to track cell phone without SIM. With a Gmail and location on, you can track the phone and location history. Have you ever asked yourself why the phone companies offer so many advantages? In and free gig uh, and so on, it is because they sell your informations to thirds, parts, like, for instance, Virgin Media, (laughs) Uh, to myself. 
Google. WhatsApp is also a free application, but remember that when something is given for free, you are the product. It's interesting. (laughs) I don't know how I I feel about that. Like the last part of that, you know, it was definitely gobbledygook. But the last part of the that, I don't part, know, it like, resounds. Kind of stuck. I was like, kind of resounds. I mean, I think in I some thought. cases that's true because you know everybody's constantly beta testing everything. Mm-hmm. So you are the product, yeah. and it's just really interesting because. But like, also, it kind of doesn't mean anything too. Like it, it, it makes it, complete it, sense exactly. and also makes none. <laughs> I mean, this group has articles on here. Oops, I clicked on a link. Am I going to get a virus? That's like how to run a private army. I'm like, what? Hmm. I don't want to know how to run a private army. They have things on here that's like, they must pay what they did to us. This is not stalking. This is abuse and torture. The people have a right to organize as a militia, regardless of government approval or endorsement. And it's just some really crazy, strange things that you can pull up on uh, the internet. They actually even mention, um, because this was another rabbit hole, because they actually started mentioning, like, noise. um, Oh, gosh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Yeah, like noise harassment. Yeah, like noise Mm -hmm. harassment. Yeah, which is another thing that, so um, for those of you who don't know, noise harassment as it relates to gang stalking is uh, a concept that a certain noise, and it can be something as small as like the clicking of a pin or uh, white noise is a big one. Static is another one. Um, A certain song played over and over or just loud music played at any volume. Mm I said loud music played at any volume. (laughs) (laughs) Music 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 in general played at any volume that is noticed by a targeted individual can be claimed. They can claim that um, that's sort of like noise harassment. And they, they, what they believe is that that noise is being unleashed by a perp or a handler who is intentionally trying to, irritate them they're intentionally trying to frustrate them there's nothing that is random in a targeted individual's lives i think that's key nothing is random everything means something everything's connected to their experience of gang stalking and it grows and grows and kind of takes over their lives um another way that targeted individuals say that um gang gang stalking um I guess, plays out in their day-to-day lives other than noise harassment is street theater. Um, This is where... Wait, what? Street theater. (laughs) Um, Are we talking about West Side Story? Is that what's going on? No, it's um, it's where... It's not where people put down a hat and you throw quarters in as they like mime being in a box. Like it's not that type of situation. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) That's charming um, and terrifying. Uh, so I tip well, uh, cause I don't want you coming yeah. out of my bed. You like, I don't want to fucking... see you trying to get out of the box in my room and in the dark in the, the night box. and get out. Cause yeah. then I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> um, or, or join you. Maybe, maybe I just start miming too in a way to just kind of like, kind of like when I go through haunted houses, how yeah. I have to scare the person back. I you just, just start adopt miming their too. personality. Now I'm you're... just like painting my face white. And now, then that's what Katie does now. <laughs> yeah. She's a mime demon. I have new life. I can't podcast anymore because it would sound like this. And that somehow sounds better. 
And then now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so this kind of street theater uh, is used, it's a term that's used to describe people that are trying to look incredibly normal who look incredibly abnormal because they're acting. So there was one particular, um, it's a, it's actually a really good introductory video put out by Vice where they spoke with one um, person whose name was Billy. I'm sure it wasn't his real name. Um, but he said that he was a victim of cause stalking, which is a type of gang stalking that is based on the victim's lifestyle, their political orientation, their personal beliefs, what have you. He happened to be gay, uh, and he believed that he was being gang stalked or cause stalked because of his sexual orientation. So he would say that he experienced all these kinds of street theater, um, in the form of, you know, Straight people, heterosexual people, walking around holding hands in a market. Um, or straight people, like, getting out of, like, parking in parking lots and getting out of cars together and holding hands. Or just, you know, walking around being all straight-like. <laughs> and he said that he believed that this was intentional. He believed that these people were actors and that they were um, intentionally showing their closeness in order to irritate him in some way listen as a platinum card carrying gay man dude you fucked (laughs) i'm trying to figure out why our amazon (laughs) should unplug that bitch before we did this episode alexa is our alexa just went off Such a menacing blue light it is. All right, we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's an example of how, um, you know. It's almost self-centered. It's like narcissistic. It is. It is. It's very narcissistic. It's and, and I kind of believe, well, before we get into our beliefs about, you know, why people kind of go down this path, there's a clip that... Uh, that I wanted to play for you guys because Kenny and I have, um, you know, we've kind of explained gang stalking to the best of our ability, but we figured, you know, who better to explain this to you uh, than the individuals themselves, Mm -hmm. the targeted individuals. And you will find, if you go on YouTube and start researching gang stalking, I don't know that I recommend it, um, but if you do decide to do that, you will find pages and pages of YouTube content um, where people will upload just the most, it is, if you need to go to sleep, it's probably a good bet for you because it is the most boring video material. (laughs) The content is so bad. Um, because it's just videos of people living their normal lives. And most of the time it's, um, you know, it's people who aren't even necessarily acknowledging the person filming, who of course is the targeted individual. It's people sitting on the fucking bus, like picking their nose or like, you know, (laughs) having a conversation with the person beside them that you can't even hear or murmuring. And the targeted individual is either filming quietly or yelling at them and like harassing them and screaming at them to get yeah. some sort of reaction from who they believe to be this, you know. A part of this evil organization right. that is just hell-bent on making their lives just absolutely miserable. Right. So we want to play a clip for you guys of uh, a, one particular targeted individual describing how he knows, how he can tell that someone is uh, 
is intentionally trying to harass him, that someone is a perp. And uh, females, they, they love the hair thing. They're going to flick their hair on whatever side of their head is closest to where I am. So I don't know about you, but I became very aware after watching that video of how much I toss my fucking hair <laughs> all the time. <laughs> well, and then it's just like, because he's talking about like a specific direction. It's always well. the right side for me. Yep. So I'm just going to make sure that that's towards the wall so that like nobody will know. <laughs> Listen, I need y'all to just be like, Lizzo, I do my hair toss. Don't give a fuck about your gang stalking. Fuck you. <laughs> Are those the lyrics, actually? I that must be a remix. <laughs> Baby, how you feeling? Feeling targeted um, as hell. Feeling targeted Personally. As hell. <laughs> that's it. Um, I feel very attacked right now. So we have one more, uh, in their own words, clip for you. Uh, This is a targeted individual explaining um, why red cars are particularly significant. We see that there's a red car parked at the end, and that also is a gang-stalking pattern. Gang-stalking, the core of it is anchoring. It's a neuro-linguistic programming technique which firemen learned when they so many of them took neurolinguistic programming workshops so i have to be honest with you um i have a, a bit of an inside scoop i guess you could say um don't really think firemen learn a lot of neurological intimidation like harassment techniques and and training you don't think i'm pretty sure it's just lifting heavy things up and then, like, moving him to another place and then setting them down. Mm. Um, and also navigating when you can't fucking see anything. Yeah. Because there's smoke. Yeah. And um, also, like... How to save people's Putting out fire. And doing those things. Yeah. I don't... If you've ever met many firemen or firefighters, to use the appropriate term... Um, fire people? Fire... Fire nation. <laughs> Fire Nation! Yes, that's the new politically correct term for firefighters. No longer firefighters, it's Fire Nation. Nation. Uh, Firebenders. Um, Yeah, if you've met many firefighters, um, neurological, like, intimidation or, like, functioning or any of that is just not really their strong suit. It's kind of why they're firefighters. Uh, I say with love. I, I love firefighters. Listen, we just fight fires. You know? And that's it. Simple, simple people. Mm-hmm. That's not true. <laughs> no, they're all great. No. I know a lot of lady firefighters, and they're, they're fabulous. Please don't offend the men are, all uh, The men are sturdy. And and All right, so I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna try to drive this back on track. But, yeah, so um, that's just kind of in in your own so that you can kind of hear, you know, not to, not in any way to belittle or demean these these people, but you can kind of tell in the speech pattern, you can kind of tell in the words that they're using that that it's it is a sort of indoctrination and it is a sort of like virus type thing that's going on on the internet where you know these terms targeted individual perpetrators um you know handlers um that whole thing about the neurological like assault or neurological manipulation or those types of buzzwords are things that um you know people who make these videos who claim to be targeted individuals have picked up from these groups and it's kind of like a vocab list Mm -hmm. um that you get 
you know, when you join the group. Um, <laughs> and then it just kind of gets spewed across, you it's know. It's like a party favor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you know, there are areas of the United States, and this is in this country, there are areas of the United States where education is really, really insufficient. But those people still have, you know, maybe a Starbucks in their town or something where there's, you know, Wi-Fi where they can get a cheap phone and get on YouTube and YouTube is there to kind of educate them or indoctrinate them into this. So it's really easy to kind of like fall into this whole mythology and get swept away in it. Mm -hmm. Fall into this hole. Right. Um, And we're not talking about Katie's new porn (laughs) title. We're not. That's not it. (laughs) Um, but I think we're talking about mine, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but I think one of the, um, one of the reasons that this type of mythology or philosophy or, you know, belief system is appealing to people is because it does, like you said, involve a great deal of narcissism. Mm -hmm. If you are targeted that means you are inherently of some sort of value, right? Yeah. You're, you know, you're the center, the very center of this vast, you know, government conspiracy and the dark forces that keep our universe together are, Mm -hmm. you know, fixating on you specifically to harass and you are specifically the problem and, you know, you're the person who needs to be targeted and frustrated and, you know provoked into acting in a crazy way so that then, you know, you're institutionalized or placed under monitoring or what have you. Because, of course, this is what targeted individuals, um, you know, are warning people about is that, you know, the people who are harassing you want you to act crazy. Yeah. Which I haven't figured out why they then uh, act crazy. Yeah. I feel like it's, um, I feel like this is probably the one thing that the baby boomers got right when they're like, because of that phone. Yeah. That phone. Yes. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. give you this one, Karen. Yes. Okay. Yes. But, you know, baby boomers are a huge part of this too. If you look at the flat earth conspiracy, if you look at um, you know, all kinds of bread and butter conspiracy theories, it's the baby boomer age group that is really kind of fueling it. Not huh. to say that there aren't, you know, other folks who are involved and wrapped up in that, but you know, that's a huge part of Who's on YouTube these days? Yeah. It's fucking, you know, baby boomers from way out. It's weird because, all right, I'm going to tell you, I've actually have just come to um, a sudden realization. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) While while, uh, recording this with you this evening. Um, So there are some times, for example, so like having been... Uh, having been bullied in the past, I sometimes feel, and it's probably like residual, like high school PTSD, but Mm. like if I'm walking down anywhere, be it like at the mall headed to work or something. And if I see like a younger or like if I see a group of people coming my way, um, and if I sort of see them as, like, the cool, like, if they look like they're, like, a part of that cool crowd, and I hear them, like, 
laughing or saying something if they look over my way there's a part of me that's like are y'all fucking talking about me Mm. you know what i mean like is that what's going on and i get Mm -hmm. really insecure and sometimes that happens still to this day Hmm. now am i targeted i probably i'm not gonna say that i am i'm just gonna boil it down to just good old-fashioned you know like i said you know PTSD from when people were actually pointing and laughing at me. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely, I think that's definitely an element uh, for folks. I think these, a lot of times the people who are, and, and I'm not, that's, this is not to say that anybody is immune because there are definitely people who are on forums for gang stalking who are incredibly successful people. There are lawyers, there are, you know, doctors, there are, um, you know, people who, this isn't to say that the only people who believe in gang stalking are people who don't have a whole lot going for them. But at the same time, a lot of the people who you see on YouTube talking about this sort of thing, you know, they are or have been homeless. They have struggled with keeping a job. Mm -hmm. They have struggled with, you know, keeping their family. They have, you know, had very unfortunate things happen to them, you know, that, that do require some sort of guidance to get through. Um, I don't make it any secret that I participate in therapy religiously. I think that it's a really good thing for people, and I think that it is really good to invest some time in your mental health, everybody. Um, I don't think you need to be sick to go to therapy, but a lot of these, you know, people who are in these gang-stalking support groups, they are people who need some sort of psychiatric attention or some sort Mm -hmm. of um, just, you know, maybe therapeutic attention, not necessarily psychiatric, but just um, something to kind of get them back on track. And and you kind of see them instead, unfortunately, turning to this mythology of of gang stalking where, you know, they can make themselves a martyr and they can make themselves, you know, it really is – the world outside really is all about them. And mm-hmm. unfortunately it's all about getting under their skin and frustrating them. And, you know, the world is trying to make them lash out. Um, and, and know. sometimes that even that can lead them to like pretty dangerous things. Like if you even look at, there's the case of um, the Florida state university shooter back in 2014, mm-hmm. um, Myron May, who, um, you know, believed that he was a victim um, of, you know, gang stalking and had actually posted on social media prior to um, prior to the shooting where he was saying, like, you know, he was asking other members of these groups, like, does your handle or has your handler ever charged you or like um, charged you with hurting other people in order to be free? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I like it. This can be down actually like it's all like fun and games and like at one point, but at some point there it can cross a line, especially if you don't have the correct support that you need. If these people are fall or getting their support through other people who also need help, Help. like it it doesn't um it only snowballs right it creates a feedback loop where these sorts of things are given legitimacy you know if i have some sort of belief that you know maybe everybody in my family thinks i'm crazy because i believe this thing but then i meet you somebody else 
you know, outside my everyday life online who validates everything that I'm saying, then I'm going to take that and put it in a place of truth Mm -hmm. because, you know, well, somebody else has validated what my thought on this was. And, you know, like you said, it can cross into a place of, of violence. It isn't necessarily fun and games. Just, just these YouTube channels where people are filming people without their consent on the bus, you know, a lot of them are like screaming at these people Mm -hmm. and like verbally assaulting them. And what's so ironic is that they themselves, the, the person who believes they are a targeted individual, they are perpetrating against other people the behavior that they're accusing everyone exactly. around them of of acting against them with. You know, it's so like they're turning into a handler. Right. They're the one who is yelling. They're the one who is upset. And of course a targeted individual is gonna tell you that, you know, there are all these like little micro frustrations and micro incidents that, you know, have been specifically planted to get them to that point where they just blow up. Um, but you know, it's it's very uh, one self-proclaimed gang stalking victim said about gang stalking and the process, um, quote, it's a way to slowly kill people using their own actions, end mm. quote. And I thought that that was particularly poignant because while, you know, gang stalking victims recognize and there are all kinds of forums um, about how to deal with gang stalking that say things like resist depression and, you know, try not to react emotionally and try not to yell and try not to harass people um, back who are harassing you because, of course, they're, you know, believing these people are doing this on purpose. Um, you know, it, it can sort of snowball out of control where you end up having a situation like the 2014 um Florida State shooter. Yeah. Um, and who was also, he was a graduate of Florida State University himself. Mm-hmm. I do believe he was a lawyer. Like, it's insane. Right. It's, it's not necessarily a lot of these folks have a history of mental health disorders. A lot of them, you know, have had struggles, but a lot of them look very professional. Yeah. At least for a bit, yeah. you know, until, until this sort of thing unravels their lives. Yeah. And, and, you know, I guess I would say to a to a targeted individual if you if you feel like that's what you're experiencing um you know why why do you have to let it bother you you know why does it have to be a frustration type thing where it mounts and mounts and builds and builds like why can't you just why can't you just accept it and kind of like move on you know what I mean? Mm. Like, God is always watching you is what I was told when I was growing up. And I said, well. God is the ultimate gang stalker, y'all. I said, well. Christianity. Might as go. well give him a show. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. You know? Might as is, well keep him entertained. Like, my thing is, and I'm just going to be real blunt with you. Like, what is the point? Like, what? Uh, what's the point? What is the point? Like, uh, what are the, they here to the do? The point what, in... in I, they a targeted individual or a group of targeted individuals would probably tell you that the point is that there is something about them that is inherently special, useful, or potentially detrimental to this organization's cause, this shadowy organization's cause, uh-huh. and that they need to be removed. And so the way that that is so brought about of... is by making them seem crazy. So everybody thinks they're crazy and then they're just written off uh-huh. and sort of like deactivated. Yeah. Okay. Huh. 
All right. Well, that's what it, we mean when we say it's inherently narcissistic because it comes back to you. There's something in particular about you that's so important that, you know, you Listen. have to be the target, like the center of all of this activity. So even though Stacy left you and took the kids and she's not coming back, you're still important because the shadow government has to take you out. The shadow government. I love that. Um, speaking of, speaking of shadows, um, I actually have a Reddit post. Have oh, a Reddit, Reddit post. post. Yeah, Reddit's, um. Reddit's full of Reddit's, gang stalking. Reddit's got a lot. <laughs> Reddit's got a lot on its hands. Are you, but my question to you is, are you ready for this? I'm ready. You ready? Oh, I'm prepared. Okay. FBI agents, are you ready? All yes, right. Kenny. <laughs> we stay ready. Y'all. You're your number one listeners. Y'all. Just kidding. We don't have listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this post is from Heartless Sam. Uh, and it was posted four months ago. And it is called My Gang Stalking Story and How It Began. Must read. Got it. Some must read, y'all. I was a normal man all my life until I reached, I think, 21 to 23. That is when I went back to school to finish high school at an adult school. There, I met a very strange woman Hmm. (laughs) who was my teacher, who had a very evil presence you can sense from a mile away. She would always have a fake smile on. She was the pretender of all pretenders. Either way, it seemed like she liked me and hit on me a few occasions. I played the song Nomad by Rick Hill on my phone and computer, and there's a line that says, Miss Lucida, come touch, show me that you real. And after that, she came and fixed my jacket for me two times and touched one's one the shoulder. Either way, this is where I went down the rabbit hole. I actually said that to myself. I'm like, didn't we all? Didn't we all? I started noticing I was running into music that had messages that almost seemed like they were speaking me, as if it was a warning from God. I noticed this right away and kept my distance from this woman. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, <Yep>. I just... <laughs> advisable you know what advisable yes i just knew there was some very abnormal about this woman as time went on her true colors surfaced she was luciferian ah (laughs) a devil worshiper is that like a pescatarian like is that like a different yeah she's i'll have to look into that one maybe i could lose a lose a couple pounds maybe that's why they call it luciferian you lose a couple Farians. Mm-hmm. Sweat it out and all them Satan orgies. Yep. She slowly started to indoctrinate me into her occult world. Me being a God-fearing man, I resisted with every ounce in me. This led to a huge spiritual battle in which I would receive messages from time to time. I remember one day I was doing something and I heard her in my head say, He doesn't know who he's messing with. I have the light. For period, she had left and had returned this voice in my head, served as warning that she wanted war and was not looking for peace. I took this as a challenge. 
Either way, by this point, she was trying to sell me a love story and how she was just in love after her indoctrination failed. This Reddit user goes on to talk about more voices that they heard, and he says... Why do I feel like him fighting a spiritual battle is just like him on a bed in leather pants mm. in like 70... like. 75 degrees in the house and he's just like circling his nipples with ice cubes like why do i feel like that's what's <laughs> happening here he goes on to also, say he has a goatee yeah he goes on to say slowly the battle went from horrible to foobar <laughs> i don't know what the fuck that oh means. i used to know what that stood for it stands for something right like i have no clue foobar hang on we're these, gonna we're gonna do these that are the live things that we need answers to foobar? foobar is um out of working order seriously perhaps irreparably damaged oh okay from horrible to foobar That's but i feel like horrible, is, horrible sounds worse than foobar i mean for oh someone... it stands for fucked up beyond all reason oh there we go there we go horrible dictionary.com let me reason. down but urban dictionary it gets you every Had time. It for me. We could literally do a whole episode on Urban Dictionary. Webster Dictionary and them streets. Urban Dictionary <laughs> and them sheets. He goes girl. on to say, they started to set me up on terrorism charges. And lucky for me, each time they planned it, God revealed to me my impending doom. Hmm. <laughs> By this point, through like Facebook Messenger, maybe. Like, how do you? I don't know. How do you get I wake, you, girl? I, I understand. I wake up to God's impending doom every day. Hmm. By this point, she had accused me of being gay and million other things that I rather not mention, but they were attempts to assassinate slash slander me or my character. As I continued on down the rabbit hole, I learned a few tips tricks. I realized the reason God was saving me was because I was walking a righteous path. I noticed each time they wanted to screw me over, they needed me to sin in some way. See, I'm Afghan, and my parents wanted to go back home and asked me if I wanted to come. I wanted to go initially and was very excited because I got a chance to fix my hair and straighten my nose at a cheaper price. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but soon... I'm going to say that like bargain shopping on a nose drop is probably not what we want to do. Not what we want, to do. No, not at all. Um, it, it's probably worth it to spend the extra coin there. But soon later, I noticed a song called Jumpman by Drake. It really scared me. Made me feel like there was something about to happen if I went there. So he goes on to talk about being a terrorist, apparently. Um, and he says that there are two routes. He ended up, he was given a, a, a choice between two. A righteous route and a non-righteous route. And every time uh, I took the non-righteous path, I would find myself in trouble. Every time I took the righteous route, God would reverse the burdens placed on me in such a way it was like magic. I soon realized that these Luciferinas were counting... Luciferinas? Yeah. Instead of Luciferian. Yeah. Luciferinas. Great. Just check in. Were counting on me to do evil things to punish me. I quickly learned the game and started beating them at it. The record is 10,000 wins for me, zero for them. Till today, they struggle to put me away. Every day, there is a new attempt at my life or my character, but God comes and erases them all. I quickly learned that I had magical powers and that I could take on the Luciferinas, even though it was a thousand people versus one. All I had to do was be as righteous as possible. And so I encourage you all to be a nice, kind, and caring. Do as many good deeds as you can, but the number one thing is 
don't sin. I can't stress this enough. If you sin, God will not intervene. But yeah, I'm still being stalked and harassed. But even I know the end is near. My turn for a great life is coming and it's on its way. Either way, the people who are doing this to you are Luciferians or devil worshipers. I highly recommend you get familiar with the occultic world. And then, oh yeah, he does, yeah. So talk about being a good person and all this. Then he goes on to say like towards the end, if you stray away from God, you will be doomed. Either way, once I'm done slaying these demons and bitches, I'll help you find out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good. These demons and bitches, I will help you all out. So, yeah. That's the Luciferinos. Luciferinas. Luciferina. Is that like a new a new one? I think. Like a new, or it's new like, sect? Or it's like murderinos, <laughs> but for Luciferians? Yeah, like murderinos who are also Lucifer. Luciferinos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those don't be... exist, do they? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't think that those two things are like a Venn diagram. I think they are pretty separate. <laughs> I think I don't so know. Too. Yeah, you might be surprised. So, anywho, that's very interesting. I again, you, we can see it's very obvious, like the the blatant strain of narcissism that runs all through oh, that. Magic. You know, ten, he's magic. He's the most righteous. You know, he's keeping score. Ten thousand wins for him, and you know. <laughs> So I wish I could feel that good about life when I get the yeah, fuck up every yeah. day. Ten thousand wins for me, yeah, none know. for you, you dirty bitch. You I say as I look you at myself and demons. in yeah. the fucking mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's gang stalking. Yeah. I hope that you feel that your life has been enriched because ours certainly uh, were not by this research that we did for uh, you this week. Yeah. I'm glad to have this uh, this one done. Yeah, Cause, same. Because I don't have to carry that around in my brain anymore. Yeah, that's true. But That's um, what happens. I think we all learned a lot today uh, uh-huh. about, you know, the shadow government and... Uh, perpetrators and handlers and how to spot whether you're being gang stalked and uh the answer yep. is you are <laughs> i'm pretty sure yeah you can find books on how to deal with being gang stalked there's one available on amazon i don't know how because i i it, you have to pay for it and i'm not going to do that so i don't if you i don't know how to help you <laughs> <laughs> maybe visit target no <laughs> no i think um I don't know what I think, you know? I don't really know either. Right out of my fucking head. No, I just think that, um, you know, if you need help, get help, please. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. We're not not medical professionals. We're not psychologists. Um, We uh, are not therapists by any means. We're not, but you should get one, and they won't tell anybody your secrets. Mm -hmm. You can tell them everything. They've got that hippo oath, right? Yeah, hippo. The hippo. Oath. Yeah, yeah, that one. Hungry, hungry hippo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love that fucking game. Oh God, it's I time always to end won. This. <laughs> so, if you want to stalk us, uh-huh. feel 
welcome to do so. Yeah. You can find us on all the social medias. We are on Facebook, uh, the Haunted Heart Podcast. You can like our page so that you can stay up to date on all of our bullshit. And you can also join our Facebook group. Right now, for the month of July, we are doing a super fun interactive scavenger hunt. Um, it's like loosely based on the show. Um, it's only in the Facebook group, though. So you have to search the Haunted Heart Podcast, request to join the group, and either Kenny, myself, or a member of our Murder Mod Squad who dreamed up this lovely scavenger hunt idea um, will approve you for acceptance into the group or the gang. You might. Oh, that was good. That was good. Uh, (laughs) um, But yes, join um, during the month of July. We're doing a scavenger hunt and uh, the winner of the scavenger hunt, the top two winners of the scavenger hunt will receive a mystery box from myself and Kenny. So we're going to have two boxes that go out to the top two winners. And you can participate, um, like, just because you're joining in the middle of the month, you can go back and do all of the entries that you missed. It's not, like, a time-sensitive thing. Um, You you can can join in on the last fucking day and then come in and post all the damn pictures and fucking sweep the shit. You could sweep it. You could. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Oh, you win because we like your post. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't really explain how it works. Just join the Facebook page. The gr- the rules the are Facebook on there. Page. The Facebook page. You know, <laughs> it's it is. She's what it running is. out of steam, y'all. I am. She's I am. running out. We so gotta you, wrap this. Bit you can up. find us on Instagram at the Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Haunted Heart. And as Kenny mentioned at the top of the show, we are always welcoming new members mm-hmm. to our Patreon at www.patreon.com/slash the Haunted Heart. That's where you get that primo. Premium. Extra stocking material. Premium stocking. And you can also find us in Chicago coming up on the 13th. We're going to be attending that True Crime Podcast Festival uh, on the 13th. It's at the Chicago downtown. Um, It's at the Chicago downtown. It's at the Marriott. It's at the Marriott in downtown Chicago. You know what? Don't listen to me. Just go to tcpf2019.com. And they will have accurate information for you. <laughs> they also have tickets that you can buy. Um, if you don't want to buy a ticket, you are welcome to come to our meetup afterwards. We will be meeting up in the hotel lobby. It is fancy, <laughs> and I am uncomfortable. <laughs> but we're going to get through it together, and I I, think I've heard they fun. have alcohol I mean, there. girl, it's a hotel lobby. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it just seems so. It just seems so fancy. I yeah. think it's it's a Marriott. I don't know. Come have a drink with me in the lobby of a Marriott. Make my dreams come true. Please come yes, meet me. Please, please. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just be there with him. Yeah, same. Mm. Uh. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it. That is. Is it. that it? Yeah, that's. Is it, that girl. all of our shit? That's Did it. we tick all our boxes? That's it. Beautiful. Well, keep your eyes open. Keep your phone recording. And stay spooky until we meet again.